1: Turn it on, Tim. Let's go. Welcome everybody to dropping the gloves. Not a very energetic intro tonight, Tim. Speak for yourself. I'm I'm fired up. I'm well, why uh, are I'm you so, Why high. are you so fired up? Are you Are you upset that the Wednesday episodes going so so great? We're getting so, so funny. Great, so much so, feedback.
0: So this is yeah. What has it been two episodes, two weeks in a row now? You've had those solo or, or uh, special guest episodes on Wednesdays. My mom texted me yesterday. She's like, "Hey, I'm listening to the episode." John says, you're not working on Wednesdays anymore? What's that about? And I'm like, no, I'm still working. He's just, he
1: just likes to pick on me. She's like, oh, that's-to- Tim's, Tim's not allowed to work three days a week. He only works two. That's his thing. That's yeah. just how he does it. I highly recommend it. It's fun. It's um we do miss you. But uh it's good. You know, I like to have that Wednesday guest. It's almost like a little special side episode that we have every week. It's fun to get guys that, guys to talk and kind of shoot the breeze a little bit. Sharpie was fun. You know, it's, it's nice to catch up with old teammates and guys. He's doing so great. Like working for NBC. That's like, that's the, the top tip top network. He, he's so
0: well-spoken and you guys are on video too. Yeah. Were you just so thunderstruck.
1: Cool. No, he's a good looking man. Like, listen, I'm not afraid to admit when someone's handsome and he's a handsome man. He is. And he knows it too. That's the thing. Sharpie knows he's a good looking man. So that's a lethal combination. I think we're going
0: to have to figure out – we're going to get to the bottom line of this whole – the, the, the skate-cutting-the-neck incident. I've, we've heard a lot of conflicting stories. I just don't know what to believe.
1: I don't think it's that important. But I think me and Bolin's stories line up, and Sharpie's the outlier. So if you're going to figure out where it happened, I would probably ask the guy who got his wrist sliced. So that's Bully. Me and him, we're, we're pretty similar stories.
0: Yeah, but you had, he had a different city from you, though.
1: Same, same story, different city. Whatever. Dallas, San Jose, they're still both in the south. They both have the same locker room setup where you walk a long way to get to the ice surface. Yeah, that's how I remember it. Which is brutal. I don't know why rinks do that. They put the visiting rinks so far away from the ice surface where you have to walk a country mile to get to the ice. It's terrible. There's so many rinks that are set up like that. Like Arizona, you have to walk downstairs. Toronto, you have to walk downstairs. San Jose, you have to walk like around and up and around. Some rinks, you have to walk upstairs. It's weird. So you think like rinks would get their act together. Boston's dressing room's terrible. We should do an episode on just dressing rooms because there's some horrible, horrible rooms with just horrendous, horrendous setups, like showers and toilets and just, it's like, come on. Everybody, like, wake, wake up. It's just a show. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked. It was Dallas or San Jose. Like, who cares? You see, cut Dave Bolden's wrist, for Pete's sake. That's the important part. Let's not get sidetracked. But anyways, I don't know who we're going to get next week. It'll be someone fun. Maybe Gerby back again, see how Columbus is doing. He's playing, which yeah. is pretty cool. It he was fun. in that epic six overtime game. And I don't think he saw a shift after the third period. So I want to talk to him <laughs> <laughs> what he did between periods. Like, did he jump on the bike or he just say, I'm done and called it quits and just like, just hung it up and started eating dinner.
0: Do you think in the situations like do coaches say you're, you're done for the rest of the game or do you just know it? Or are you still hoping you're going to get back in? Like you
1: never know. You, usually you, you get the hint after you miss your shift three or four times. And, but then if it goes in overtime, I've had situations where it's like between periods, they tap you like, Hey, we're going to need you next period. So just be ready. It's like, okay. So you got to go jump on the bike between periods and you got to like, get yourself ready. Then sure enough, you sit there and then, you know, he doesn't throw you out there. I think the longest game I was in was like a three overtime game. And yeah, you just, you just sit there and you just don't do anything. It was, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. But yeah, I can't imagine going five overtime periods. Oh my gosh. Seth Jones played 65 minutes. That's a record. He's
0: he's getting so much attention now, and, and well deserved. Like he's so good. We saw it last year in the playoffs too. Like he's so smooth. He makes it look so easy. It, it's it's got to be frustrating to play against. I mean, I don't want to throw comparisons around, but just like the the calm presence and just being in the right place, doing the right thing. It's like it's it's Lidstrom esque right now. Um, and and if he can keep that up, he's going to have many Norris trophies on his shelf when the time his career is over.
1: The scary thing is, is he's not a small guy. He's no. six foot four. Like he's a big man out there, so when he's gliding and like making it look effortless, you kind of equate that with like a, a Niedermeyer, guys like that, a Brian Campbell who just like they just look like they're just gliding out there, and that's how he plays the game. And it's like it's scary. This kid's good, man. And like he he will be good for a long time. Columbus, they have a good team. They really do. This Corpusal, their goalie, he made eighty some saves. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. And then they they won today. The Columbus Blue Jackets. They are – the more I watch them, I like this team. I really, really do. And they are, like – they're going to dispatch. Like, the Lightning were lucky in game one. I feel like they were – Columbus plays a really good style of hockey for the playoffs. I don't know. I, I, I think they have a good chance of getting past this round and making some noise, depending on their matchups. Now, if, if Boston gets through Carolina, which who knows if that's going to happen. If they can get through Carolina – they are a bad matchup for the for the Columbus Blue Jackets. But if they get out of this lineup, this pass, and they play the Flyers, I think they match up well with the Flyers, the Blue Jackets.
0: Oh, that would be they, a great series.
1: Right? So I, I just – they match up so well with a lot of teams. So it's it's very interesting.
0: It's funny you say you like them because I just tweeted out a couple hours ago. Um, uh, let me ask you, who do you think are the two most likable teams, regardless of who your, your, your team is?
1: The two most likable teams yeah. that
0: are left? It, yeah, that are left, or even in the league, but like that you just, everyone just has, wants to like the root for.
1: Um, I think Vegas, most people yeah. all around are, support the Vegas Knights just because of their story. And they don't have that history. No one really has the hate. Like the only team they have a rivalry with is the Sharks. So every yep. other team is like, oh, the Vegas, that's nice. And then I would say, uh, goodness gracious, I think the Flyers are generally liked around the league maybe why who did you who do you think
0: i was thinking uh uh columbus and vancouver which is funny like vancouver 10 years ago everyone hated them everyone hated yeah. them you hated them i hated them everyone hated them but now like, that whole roster is gone and they're such a fun young likable team right now
1: yeah it's funny i think i don't know if that's a necessarily good thing when no one hates you I feel like when everyone's just like either doesn't have an opinion or they like you, then you're not doing something right. I knew if I went into a building and everyone like, I loved getting booed and players like getting some kind of bad press or this and that whenever you go into an opposing building, it means you're doing something right. So if you'd like, don't get that hate, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's a necessarily a good thing to have everyone rooting for you. You know, yeah. the Bruins, I think the Bruins like being the hated team. You know, Marshawn
0: thrives on it. Um, yeah,
1: I think most players do. You know, proving people wrong, just being able to kind of shove it up someone's behind. Like, look, yeah, you think I'm going to lose, or you think I'm this? Take this. Yeah, I, I people thrive on that, proving people wrong. It's just a natural human kind of. That's the way we're built. So Unless you're a snowflake, one of these kids who just are like you, Tim. I need yeah, to be loved, John. You need constant approval from everywhere, from anyone. You'll take it. And when you don't get it, you completely crumble. You crumble to the ground. Oh, he doesn't like me. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking That's of funny. the Bruins, they're on right now. Um, and, and funnily enough, so they're tied 2-2. Two to two. They, they scored with about four Did seconds f- left in the second. Funnily? Funnily enough, yeah.
1: I didn't, I didn't realize that was a word. Funnily. Yeah.
0: Yeah, add that in the holster uh, the- for future reference. <laughs>
1: Funnily, he's a he's a funnily squad they have nope. over there. Nope,
0: no, that's not it. It's an adverb, ad maybe. Funnily enough, is that
1: actually a word? Funnily speaking, funnily.
0: Nope, nope. You're not using it right. It is a word, but you're using it incorrectly. Um, any, anyways, funnily. Uh, anyways,
1: I don't want to turn this into a grammar lesson. Go ahead. Tim. So
0: yeah, so Bruins are tied right now. The third period just started. And like an hour ago, I was putting some notes together for, for the show and uh, a couple big lines for the, 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 the series. One right now, Pasta is out for game two. Unfit to play is the new term they're using. Uh, the speculation is when, I don't know if it happened during the celebration or happened prior, but when Bergeron scored the overtime goal yesterday, um, he jumps up in the air and then you see him go to like pull his side and kind of hunch over, Pasta Pasternak did. So it looked like it's like an oblique or something. I don't know if it happened earlier, if he tweaked it while he was jumping, which would be kinda silly. Um the other the other storyline that I was like writing down and preparing to talk about was the, the Hurricanes, as as good as they've been in, or at least they were in the first round, they were getting nothing from Svechnikov and Aho and Teravinan, and I'm like I think, I think Tara Vining got an assist in game one. They were kind of invisible in game one and two, and I'm just like, okay, they, they need to show up. The Bruins are shutting these guys down. In the yeah. 20 minutes mm-hmm. that, that followed before, before we started recording, they uh, Sveshnikov and Tara Vining both scored.
1: Yeah, and uh, I got like, an assist in one of them. So. Yeah, yeah, so I'm
0: just like, uh, okay, just jinxed it. That's what no, happens when no. you try to prepare. You can't prepare. You've got to speak off the cuff completely.
1: Yeah, I, I think – that's the line you have to shut down. Those guys are so crafty. It's funny how these young teams, the Vancouver's, the Carolinas, they really do have these young, crafty players that generate offense. They're really fun fun to watch. But, yeah, you, I don't think you can shut those guys down for a, a total series. So maybe no. a game here, a game there, which is all you need to do, really. But it's, it's really interesting. You know, this this series, this will go to seven. I really do think this will go to seven games. I, I think they're even – you don't think so?
0: No. I don't.
1: Especially with Poster Knockout. That's a big well, blow. If the Bruins yeah. can squeak out this win, that'll be something different. But I feel like the Hurricanes will win this game. And it's just a very interesting series. Game, seven games is completely different than five games. Because even if you go down 2 nothing, it doesn't mean anything. You win that next game, it's a completely new series going 2-1. to So, listen, the Blue Jackets tied it up tonight. They're back to 1-1. The Blackhawks, man, they're done now. It's over. I know I just yeah. said you can't go you, – you can go down 2 nothing, But to lose an overtime and to have an opportunity to tie it up and it's just – it's such a heartbreaking loss for them. They played so well. Crawford played so well. And e- even in that game, Vegas did over – overmatched them. They overwhelmed them and they, they still somehow managed to almost win that game. So I think I, I made a, a pick with my heart that time when I went with the Hawks. And Vegas looks really, really strong. They, they look really, really strong up and down their lineup. Like they just they're, – they're, they're the team to beat in the West. Matt, that matchup between them and the Avalanche is going to be fun to watch. It like is. Like it's going to be really, really – I, I think they were the one and two seeds after that round robin. So they won't see each other till the Western Conference Finals. But, man, is that going to be entertaining? Because those two teams will make it to the Western Conference Finals. That will be very, very fun.
0: What do you think um, Chicago has to do right in order to have a chance in this series?
1: Man, is there anything? I, the you know they they continue. The Crawford's playing well. That's the thing, and that's the scary thing that he's playing so well, and they still can't, you know, get a win because Vegas they really do roll out four good lines that are threats to score every time they're on the ice, and that includes the Reeves line with Carrier like in Bellevue or Bell whatever, Belmar yep. or something like. They're a good yep. line, so it's uh gosh they just maybe get the power play clicking get a couple power play goals one game and hopefully sneak one out because vegas is a strong strong team like they have marsha show and riley smith and paul stasny and mark stone and like and that's not even including um patcher and those guys like they're just a really that tuck like they have a good yeah. team Marchessault is,
0: is sweet. I, I really like him as a player. And so, and funny enough, speaking of Chicago, so the Kirby Dock scored tonight, only 19, yep. our, our boy Kirby. And then Kubalik scored again because, of course, he did. And so someone tweeted at us um, talking about, like, hey, I just finished up the, the one-goal Blackhawks series, and this team feels a lot like that team. Except now the Kane and and Tays. Those, those are the veterans. They're the, they're the hosts. They're the, the John Maddens and the Brian Campbells of the group. And now they got this young core coming up again. Um, okay, the biggest difference right now, they're down two nothing. They're not gonna probably get past this round, which it's weird to say this is still the first round. It's weird, like we still have the entire playoffs ahead of us. It feels like we've already had a whole playoffs, right?
1: Well, yeah, like, even it's just been a long road. It's, it's been, been a long, long, long road. And it's it's bizarre, but I think you're right that this Chicago team, man, they just wrote them off pundits and media people two years ago. They're like, this team is in for a long rebuild, you know. They the Hawks had come off the first time they didn't make the playoffs, they weren't trending good. Seabrook was hurt, everybody was just dogging on them. When you have Kaner and Taves and Duncan Keith can still throw it around like he's a good player, you can't count them out, and they have done well in the draft. The Brinkat, Kirby Doc, Kubelik is good. They have some good young players. Dylan Strome, that was a good trade for them. So I would not count them out. They still need a few pieces on the back end. I don't think their D core is anywhere it needs to be in order to be a contender, especially with how powerful the West is now and how young the West is. They need to make some moves. And the thing that's going to hurt them is they're still pretty salary cap tied up for the next few years. And without that cap rising, it being flat for the next two to three years, that'll, that'll factor in a kind of how they go forward. If they can get out from underneath the contract, which I don't think they can, that's, gosh, that's a tale of every team, right? How often do we say that? It's like these guys are wrapped up in contracts for so many years, like the Leafs, them, Pittsburgh, Sharks, Sharks. There's so many teams that are in that boat. It's like, man, I wish we could move some of these contracts, especially with this flat salary cap. That plays a big part in this, where if you're a GM and you sign this guy to a seven-year deal and you're expecting a 5% raise every year, it's like, okay, well, by 2021, the salary cap will be 85, 86, 90 and now it's only 82, 83. Like, that's a big deal. So, I don't know. They're a very exciting team. They, there's still work to be done, but they are trending in the right direction. Well, Just like another original six who won the first overall pick, the New York Rangers. Like that, It's, it's cool to see these original six teams trending in the right direction. Because when the NHL is successful is when those six teams are successful. Because they generate so much money. The Bruins, the Rangers. Not so much the Red Wings, I guess. When they're going, it's fun. But even if they're not going, it's like, whatever. It's Detroit. So, But those other teams, the Leafs, the Canadians, like, it's, it's really good for hockey when those teams are successful. Don't you think, Tim? It Don't is. Don't you think?
0: It is. I'd love to see the Red Wings be a contender again or even just be competitive.
1: They're years away from that. They just, keep, they just can't catch a break. Even in the ping pong balls, they're still just struggle. So bad. They can't catch a break at all. Ottawa, you never know if they have a good draft. They better invest heavily in scouting for this upcoming draft because, man, they have like a million draft picks, I think. Literally a million draft picks, Tim.
0: So let's continue our look around the league. Uh, I look Islanders, around the
1: league.
0: Islanders upset, I mean, only one game, but they beat Washington game one. Did you catch any of that?
1: I did. A little feisty action. Anders Lee laying out Nicholas Backstrom. Nicholas Backstrom leaves the game. What's your thought on that? A, the hit, which, you know, a little bit late not entirely dirty he answers for the hit and fights um tom wilson fight no he fought someone right away then he fought tom wilson later in the period what are your thoughts on that because under lee is not a fighter do you like that he steps up or do you just not like that wilson even challenged him
0: no i like it because he's not he's not a dirty player right like he's not like he doesn't have a reputation he's he's a he's the captain of his team he's a character guy so clearly there wasn't intent to injure and just you know the the hit was questionable but not like it wasn't that bad. And then answering the bell, I mean, guys are on the league. They noticed that stuff, right? Like, okay, there's a little respect for Anders Lee. Um, well, and what's on- unknown
1: is he is pretty proficient in martial arts just because his grandfather was one of the scariest men alive, Bruce Lee. So he, he knows how to handle himself because his dad, Bruce Lee, like was Mr. Kung Fu. So he, he, he knows how to do a karate chop and stuff. But that was, you know, good for him standing up to Tom Wilson. He did pretty well. I don't know. Tom should have worked him a little bit more than that, but I guess Anders is pretty big. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. Whoa! I get excited for football, even though this is a hockey podcast. I get excited with the NFL Sunday Ticket TV. I might do that. That's a good deal. I love me some football, Tim. So visit su- NFL Sunday Ticket. Dot TV. That's NFL Sunday Ticket. Dot TV and use promo code BLUE WIRE.
0: Have you ever heard of Deal Dash.com? It's the best, most honest bidding site where you can win things you'd never expect at a price you'd never believe. They have over 1,000 auctions every day on electronics, appliances, beauty products, home decor, and even cars. Here's how it works. It's like an auction, but every item starts at $0 and only goes up one cent every time you bid. The kicker is that auction clock restarts after just 10 seconds. That means every time you bid, someone else has 10 seconds to answer or the item is yours. If you go ahead and buy now, Deal Dash is offering our listeners an extra 100 free bids upon sign-up on top of their other discounts. Go to deal dot com and use the offer code John Scott20 or deal dot fm John Scott20. That's D-E-A-L-D-A-S-H dot F M forward slash John Scott 20.
1: I was talking to Cam Jansen today. And he's like, is there you, anybody You, you get to talk at all? He likes he likes him some him man. He talks quite a bit, and then I didn't know who else was on the podcast. It's Cam and who I called him Andy Strickland. Who's that?
0: I don't know. Cam and Strick is their podcast.
1: Yeah, I like it was fun. I don't get cussing. I don't understand it. There's no reason to cuss. I I just uh, you know, for all the kids out there, you don't have to swear to be cool. It's uh, I don't get it. Like I was saying poop and stuff on their podcast and I even felt dirty saying that <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't want a kid to hear me say poop. Just kind of, you know, I don't, like it. I don't like it, but it was, it was nice talking to him. Um, so
0: let's keep going around Colorado. Yeah, beat let's do it. The coyotes three, nothing is, do you think that's pretty much a uh, par for the course for this series?
1: I think that series will go a sweep. I I think that's if there's any series out of the this eight, I think that is the one that's a glaring overmatch. Where even more so than Vegas and Chicago, Chicago will put up a fight, but just I think the Coyotes are overmatched, and we never even touched on their GM just pulling the shoot and leaving right before the bubble. Like I I don't want to get too much into it, but apparently he was approached by another team for a big position, and Coyotes are like, no. Sorry, and then he's like, "All right, I'm out of here. Peace." And he's left. I know there's more to the story, but it's very strange for your GM just like pull the shoot and leave right before the bubble. Like, and he did a good job putting this team together. So I don't know. There's more to that. More to that story than meets the eye.
0: You know, there is for sure. But the press release that came out that night or the next day back back in whatever early July, maybe it's just it was kind of no holds barred. I mean, it was they were super disappointed by his by his decision yeah. and you ripped them. It, they didn't. They didn't hold back. So it will be interesting to see what else comes from that story. But I don't see. And maybe if if they do, if it's a short series, maybe we learn about this shorter than, or sooner than later.
1: I'd love to hear about it. All right. Anyways, Flyers, Canadians, pretty good game.
0: It was. So a couple of big points here. One, this is also okay. another series that people said, okay, this this is gonna be four games, maybe five. Um, the way the Phillies been playing, and, and Montreal just upset Pittsburgh, but I think they're gonna be overmatched yet. This was a really, really tight game. Montreal played them very well. Carter Hart stood on his head. So, question for you is if you had to, like, if you're starting a, a, a dynasty team, you pick any golden league, It's him, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know, I, I don't want to say it's him right away. This Corpus Solo in Columbus is pretty good. The kid with the Rangers, the Russian kid, he's pretty good. George yeah, whatever his name is, but yeah, th- this Carter Hart, and he he plays the part like he he talks the talk. He's a really good interviewer. Yeah. He's a humble kid, and yeah, he's good. Man, he made he some good seventeen
0: that- saves in the second period.
1: Did you see that Carey Price save where he dove across? And yeah, it's just yeah. A- like that is like crazy. Hockey is so fun. It's the best sport to watch. It's just so entertaining. It's nonstop action. Football, you fall asleep half the time. Baseball, it's kind of fun in the playoffs. And basketball, it's like no one cares at all unless it's the finals. So, hockey is so fun. All right, let's go. Another upset: the Canucks and Blues. I did not see this coming. I did not see this coming from a mile away. This was the Canucks worked them. The Blues maybe had a little like the first period. They had a a little bit of a jump. Then the Canucks just took over. The kids. It's it's. Is this their time? Like, is this the passing of the torch? Bull Horvat had a couple. Pedersen played well. Every time I watch a Canucks game, I feel like Pedersen's name gets called, like, every 35 seconds. It's crazy. Like, every time he's on the ice, he's producing something.
0: He's so skinny, and he's so, like... Just tall and frail, and he's got like a the tiny little stick with like a seventy five flex, and yet he's just l- ripping rockets anywhere on the ice. He's just going bar down. Do you see his goal that, in that game? He's yeah. getting like twisted up and going down, and he still goes bar uh, south. Th- the question it's- for me, so I, this series, as much as I love Vancouver and love to see them win, I don't think even down three nothing. I don't think there's any. There's no chance you can count the Blues out of this series. I agree. I, so i am I'm, I'm cautious i'm very cautiously optimistic for the Canucks, but still big win it wasn't a close game three five to two i mean that's that's a that's a nice truncing there
1: well they um, they took over in the third it was two two at the end of the second, and then Vancouver just picked up the pace and they just started to roll one shift after the other and it's like the blues couldn't keep up their age really showed in that third period, and the age of the the Canucks really showed too, so maybe. That first little playing series, that little hiccup with the first game versus the wild helped them and kind of set them straight because man, they've been really, really well they're just a good team, you know, They're a little undisciplined at times, but they they got a decent team. They got a good back end, they got some decent young forwards. Markstrom's a good little goalie, good little. He's like six foot six, but I don't know. We could be in for an upset. We both picked the blues, but they looked pretty good in game one Tim.
0: They could, but you know what? Like, remember I said a few weeks ago, like this is the Canucks team. They're gonna go on some runs. They're they're gonna dazzle in the next couple of years, but they're they're still a few years away from being a serious contender, and a, and a couple no. of big heartbreaks too.
1: I don't want to burst your bubble. Dougie Hamilton just scored for Carolina to make it three two Carolina.
0: No, Ouch. Dougie, Dougie, I hate that guy.
1: Former Flame. By by Flame, I mean like ex-boyfriend <laughs> former Bruin their former flame he Do doesn't work with the have you
0: heard anything about this guy like locker Buddy. room like
1: no, people no. like him he's got red hair strike one
0: yeah well he's been treated twice now by the time before he was like 25 and he I just there's been rumors of the whisperings of him just like not being a locker room guy not being a glue guy people you know players aren't crazy about him maybe there's something to it maybe there's not but well, there's smoke. There's usually fire, right?
1: Yeah, usually when there's rumors, uh, there's a reason for it. I don't know. I've never heard anything like that. I think that might be just be a Bruins thing. I think they're a little salty. They had to get rid of him because, man, is he good little defenseman? He's, he he's good. He is a good player. So, yes, the Hurricanes are up three to two. You can wrap this one up. This game's over. So they're gonna go one one back to Carolina. Still they still got the whole minutes advantage now. All Dude, right, it's over. It's so, over. The
0: one series we haven't talked about yet. Dallas and Calgary. Calgary you know, leads 1-0. I honestly
1: don't care about this series at all for some reason.
0: Here's, I have one question, though. Tell me, why is Kudobin starting over, over Bishop?
1: Because Kudobin's a good goalie. He really Bishop's. is, and he, he has the better number numbers. He's top five, last though. Year. He's, he's going to be top five in the league. Kudobin, I think if you look at the stats, Kudobin has better stats. He's a good goalie. I played with him in Houston. We both came in the same year, and he he's good. He's a, just a small little Russian goalie, unbelievable reflexes, and he competes. Like, he never gives up on a puck. So, I don't know. I would start Bishop, too. Like, I don't know why they're starting Kudobin. He has better numbers, but if it was me, I'm starting Bishop. The ceiling is way higher for Bishop than it is for Dobie. So, I don't know, but hey, he played well. Like, it's not like he played bad in the first game. They just didn't get the win. So, who knows? Maybe they'll go back to Bishop. The goaltending situation in this league right now is just honestly, I feel like the coaches go in the room before the game and they just heads or tails who we playing. Like no one knows. No one has a solid number one goaltender. It's, it's so strange. Like the Bruins, like they, who, who's their goalie? Tuka, Tuka Husk. Never heard of him. But yeah, I don't know. I I do see them making a switch if they lose the next game, but like they're both really good goalies. They have the same luxury as Carol uh, Vegas does. Excuse me, not Carolina Vegas. But I don't know. I don't don't care about that series. I really don't. It's not as sexy as the other series are, which none of these series really are that interesting, if you're going to be completely honest. There's no real hate. There's no real rivalry that has been built up. Like the Blues and Canucks, no Stars, Flames, Avalanche, Coyotes, Vegas. Like there's nothing that stands out. I guess the Caps and the Isles just because of trots and then the Lightning and the Blue Jackets because of last That's a good
0: one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's
1: it, though. That's it. That's what I meant after the play-in round. We lost some pretty good teams that have great backstories. The Pittsburghs, the Oilers, the Leafs. If those three teams are in the playoffs right now, it's, there's a lot more to talk about. People are more excited. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not the same. It, it just isn't. I don't know why. Even getting the Predators in there, they've had such a long history. We lost a lot of classically good teams in that first play-in rounds, which is okay. It's nice to have new faces, but – when you're sitting here looking at the lineups, so it's like, oh, cool, the Avalanche and the Coyotes, nice. What do you want to do? Let's go watch uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't want to watch. You know? <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't turn the wheel for me. It doesn't move the meter. So maybe the next round will be better, and we'll we'll have some you know more high end matchups. Something that'll you know give me a little rise. But right now, yeah, I don't know. It's not doing it for me as much as I I'd, I'd like it to. Like the playing rounds, I was super excited.
0: Yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. You're right. Um. So, I want to maybe just just close out unless you have anything you else you want to touch on. just I was doing a little digging on Seth Jones because everyone was talking about him in, in that overtime game he's twenty five years old, and this is his seventh n h l season it's crazy seven it's crazy. seasons he made the yeah. league at nineteen. It's insane.
1: How many games does that equate to so has he played almost uh 350, 400 games
0: let me look it up right now. It's probably something similar and he's 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 uh yeah, he's turning 26 in October. He has played 524 NHL games.
1: That's amazing. That's absolutely incredible. So if he stays this pace, he's only 25, 26. He plays till he's 35, 36. Gosh, he could get to like 1,500, 2,000 games. That's yeah. Unbelievable. That's what you're gonna see more and more. Like that, that, that kind of production and longevity was unheard of 40 years ago. It really was. The guy's career was 10 years tops.
0: Well, also the idea where, especially defensemen, used to be later bloomers, right? You didn't see a lot of rookie defensemen putting up numbers like these guys are. Like, you'd see like guys that hit their stride 25, 26, sometimes 28, 29, and all of a sudden you have like, like a Mark Giordano, a Brent Burns. They weren't putting up numbers like early in their careers. They kind of what blossomed a little bit in their late, in, you know, late, mid to late 20s. And Giordano at 30 started playing his best hockey.
1: I truly believe that this has a lot to do with coaching because I do think coaching throughout the ranks has improved dramatically over the last 10 to 15 years. And that's just because of coaching clinics, the internet, the TV games are more widely readily available for these coaches to see what other people are doing. So a lot of teams in minor leagues and juniors, they're doing NHL style power plays. They're doing NHL style preparation and when you get that kind of training and that kind of preparation from an early age, when you're 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you learn how to play the pro style game so much earlier. And then there's that. And then when you put on top of that, all of the, the media and the attention that these guys get, they are ready to jump into the pro ranks so much easier than a guy was 15, 20 years ago, or even 10 years ago. So a guy like Bernsey it took him a while to find his footing in the NHL. He had to spend a few years even in the AHL to kind of figure out how to be a pro. And then he he still took some time once he made the NHL. You never saw a guy jump right in, like you said, 20 years ago and make an immediate impact. It was very rare. Like that was reserved for the superstar. Now it's not uncommon for a first round. You see 10 guys from that first round making the the day one roster. That's crazy. Like you never used to see that. So I just think, yeah, that the coaching – the the training, all of that is just amped up to the nth degree now where guys are going 24-7, 365 days a year. Like, man, even when I was younger, I would play hockey. I wouldn't play hockey in the summer. I'd throw the bag in the garage and I'd play baseball and lacrosse. These kids are like 24-7 now, like robots. So it, it's totally, I guess you can understand and you can see it, but hey, man, I guess... I guess they're making lots of money. I don't know. I don't agree with it fully, but they're good hockey players. It's it's very entertaining to watch these kids. Even when I go out and skate with like little kids, they're doing toe drags, backhand, forehand, like doing dipsy duel. They're lifting up the like the puck on their stick and backhand and forehand and whipping it around. I'm like, fellas, like I played every day my whole life from the age of 18 on, 17 on. I, I still can't do that. You know, like it's just crazy that the amount of skills that these kids can develop at such a young age. So, I don't know. I guess they don't know how to fight. So, whatever. (laughs) I can can beat them up. (laughs) That's the only, yeah, I can beat you up, kid. Toe dragging me. That's the one thing I will do if it's beer league and someone tries to toe drag me. He's not, he's not toe dragging me. I'll hit him. I'll take a two minute penalty every single time. Like, you're not toe dragging me. Never, ever, ever. (laughs) Not in men's league. That's where I draw the line, Tim.
0: What about just like trying to put it through your legs or something? Same same thing, same rule?
1: I play the body every time. Yeah. yeah. Play the body every time, every single time. And if someone tries too hard, I play the body too. Like we're here to have a good time. We're not trying to, you know, win the Stanley Cup. That's just my rules. It's my rules I live by. I'm a stand-up guy. I like to think I am. But anyways. You are, John, no matter what people say about you. <sighs> There's a lot of people who cheer at me. Trust me. Trust me. I know, Tim. Speaking of that, when are going to read that blog that you wrote about me?
0: That's an off-season thing when we need some ideas for content. This is there's too much going on right now.
1: Okay, there's always too much going on. Okay, we're gonna close this up. Um, there's seven minutes left. It's still three to two for the Carolina Hurricanes. Shots are twenty-seven to twenty-one in favor of the Bruins. So they're playing well, but I think without Posternock, you're gonna notice that when they get down to crunch time and they need a goal, who are they gonna turn to? Krejci, Marchand, yeah, some of the Those best guys, guys in the league. Never heard of them. Berks Playoff Wanda? Krejci
0: is the thing for sure.
1: Playoff Kraichi is that a shirt that you guys have?
0: Uh, it's it's just it's a well established uh, theme in Boston. By the way, so I've been streaming Nessen, which is the New England Sports Network, the local uh, Boston Bruins games, getting some Jack Edwards in me. I hadn't I haven't listened to him in in probably years now, I feels like. I missed him so much listening to his games the last couple of games and uh, and listening even to the Bruins commercials or the, the Boston commercials and stuff too of the accents. Forgot all about it. I got, I got, I'm getting too comfortable in Michigan. I'm like the Dunkin' Donuts commercials and stuff. So good. I do
1: like Dunkin' Donuts. I do like a good Dunkin' Donuts whenever I go to Boston. I always try to find one of those. They, they do have good commercials too. The one with Pasternak and that uh, yeah. Olympian. I can't remember her name, but yeah. They're, they're good. Good yeah. stuff. Chara's Dash 2, by the way, right now. Yeah. Six minutes left to go in the third. Chara's Dash 2. He would be firmly glued to the bench if I was a coach right now. No, he can't be. With six minutes left, you need a goal. You're going to throw Char out there to try to get a goal right now. So who are you,
0: who are you double shifting then? Who's, who are your guys?
1: Well, regretfully, oh, I'm going McAvoy and Krug. And Carlo's Leck, awesome. And then I got to put Carlo out there because they're honestly – I don't know much about that Lauzon. Lauzon, Lozon,
0: yeah. He's pretty good. He's
1: I'm not throwing Char out there. That's, that's all I'm saying. He doesn't f- get, get off the ice or get on the ice for me. Until you tie it up? No, Ty, can you put him is... back in? Maybe if you have to. They're not going to tie it up, though. Five minutes to go, Tim. All right, go watch it. Go listen to Jack Edwards. Probably make up some excuse about how Carolina cheated. Or Hey, Chara went to the harbor. I got some lobster. He got Ellen on there. does, he does it in little
0: something. ways, too. Like, oh, the Bruins are going on a penalty kill. Apparently, that's an elbowing from Chris Wagner. I guess that's, uh, what, that's what they're calling these days.
1: Go really? listen to his call of my fight when I fought Chara, or uh, Thornton, and knocked him out i listened many times. It's just unbelievable. For a for a fighter, John Scott's a pretty good hockey player, something like that. It's like, yeah, Thornton has a thousand times more fights than I do, bro. Like He just like carves me a new one after I just dummied their toughest guy. It's so funny to listen to him. He's just such a joke. We should get him on the show. Call him up. You've got his number probably.
0: I, I could get it if I wanted it. We can just tweet at him though. Yeah,
1: get him on the show. Who's that guy, Pete Blackburn? Pete's got to have his number. I yeah I got I got ways. Don't worry about that. Let's get him and Millbury on the show. I love creating controversy and making people feel uncomfortable. It's my, it's my dream. I love doing it.
0: Maybe we'll, let's wait till the Bruins get eliminated and have a little bit of time on his hands.
1: <sighs> Just reach out now. Off day. It'll be good for him. He would love sure. to. Yeah, he I'll would. I'll call him right out too. Oh, I will not hold back. Stinking Homer. Such <laughs> a Homer. But I'll be polite. I'll be very polite. I,
0: I'll moderate that. You're gonna need it.
1: All right, everybody. Well, I got to go. It's late. I'm tired. I got things to do tomorrow. I'm sure everybody else does too. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate the support. Filling our dropping the gloves sales with your support really means so much. Tim's sucking down his Nalgene water right now. He had a hard night too. He's going to do some yoga on his mat and creep the neighbors out. Right, Tim?
0: Some late night meditation.
1: Oh, don't do that. Ugh, gross all right everybody stay safe and we will see you next week enjoy watching all that hockey cheers sports are coming back and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events major league baseball back in action and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners bet online check out all the odds futures and props to bet on all available 24 7 and with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be li- on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling "Fandemic." Visit BetOnline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Wire. Bet Online your online wagering experts.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks, and see you next time. (laughs) Bye. <laughs>